Broadcasting from the small business capital of America. This is WIIFM Milwaukee. An idea coach station. This episode is a special edition recorded live in the Podcast Town studios at the Idea Collective Retreat for Small Business Owners. The Idea Collective community is the business family you choose to build your business. Small business doesn't have to be so hard. Learn more about our fast-growing and fun group at ideacoachmedia.com slash idea. Now, on with the show. Hello, friends. This is Laura Holloman, one of the co-creators of My Walk, My Way podcast and book series. And this is Angela Witzak. How are you guys today? Yeah. So this is the first episode of our podcast, and we are coming to you to kind of explain the fun that we're going to have here. And it will... <laughs> it's going to be so much fun, you guys. Oh my gosh, I can't For even sure. wait. <laughs> That's the guarantee. And to tell you a little bit about the project that we are working on. So some of you are discovering the podcast, I'm sure, first. Others are discovering it because you have heard about or already purchased the My Walk, My Way book that is releasing. So however you are finding us first, we want to welcome you and say thank you for coming. The purpose of this one is to share a little bit of the backstory of why we produced this book and what makes it special and unique. So to tell you a little bit about, the first place we got to start is like our backstory. Absolutely. We met 11 years ago. Our book release, January 2nd, is our 11-year friend anniversary. Can you believe 11 years ago? <laughs> I walked into this girl's gym that was like a studio apartment. I'm not going to lie. I was a little confused about what was going to happen there. She uses the word gym very loosely. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking like any of those fancy gyms no, with no, like no. fancy flooring and equipment. I'm pretty sure it was somebody's like garage sale, backyard, gym. You in a know it was, girl. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know now. In the studio apartment. And I walked in and I met this fabulous human being who told me that I did not have to eat salad to lose weight, which I believed was going to be a lie after all, because everybody needs to eat salad to lose weight. Well, you don't actually. You just got to eat eight cups of broccoli a day or 10 or 12, some obnoxious <laughs> that number is a like that. slight exaggeration, but Absolutely. Yeah, you did take the broccoli eating very seriously. She sat down, crossed her arms, says, I'm not going to do this if you tell me I got to eat a salad. And I said, you don't have to eat a salad. Do you eat vegetables, though? A couple. How committed are you to eating a lot of those? <laughs> and I did. I ate six to eight or some other number cups of broccoli <laughs> a day, people. My skin was like a little bit green maybe afterwards, <laughs> but I did it. I did it. And I did, I did lose the weight I was looking for, but that's how we met. And it was super exciting to have such a glorious friendship 11 years later, where we have really been the girls, your shirt says, girls that will save the world, <laughs> save the future. That's us. We are the girls who will save the right. world. Yeah. Angela and I think a lot similarly. And so over the years of our friendship, right, we've we've been each other's confidant and complaining friend. And when something's driving me crazy, I know I can send her a message and she's, gonna, she's like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But through all that conversation, right, we've really addressed some really serious things in our lives because our lives have changed a lot in those 11 years. Yeah, absolutely. Because both of us were married at mm -hmm. the time. And I'm no longer married and you're no longer married to the same man. Right. Absolutely remarried. When, you know, when I met Laura, I didn't know who I was. And my original thought was, well, if I just lose some weight, right, then I'll be better. 
And how many times do we think that? Well, if I just lose weight, I'll be happy. If I just get a better job, I'll be happy. If I just do these things, I will be happy. If I just look like her, if I just uh, have a job like her, right? We just start comparing ourselves. We just start creating this ideal about somebody else that if we just do that, we will be better. Correct. If we could just change ourselves, then we could get all the things that we want, the love, the acceptance, the the success, the whatever it is. And both being moms, we've seen each other and we've had these discussions about, you know, like, why are, why are moms so competitive and so, like, vicious and mom shaming? Uh, you know, is, is it about disposable diapers or cloth diapers and, and only one is the right answer for most people? Breastfeeding, bottle feeding, all these things that we as women go through. And we've seen each other through some really difficult things because our marriages did not end happily. <laughs> right. They ended because of some really, really challenging things and 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 some really heartaching stories that you and I have been through over the years. Right. But we've been there for each other and we've always accepted that's where you're at. This is where I'm at. And that's been okay with us. And that's, I think, why our friendship has lasted as long as it has is because I just accept all you I'm hoping you do the same. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and the thing that we've learned, right? One of the things that we learned in the gym, in the time that we had together while we were, um, while I was losing weight um, and you were my trainer, was at the end of the day, losing 60 pounds did not fix my marriage. Losing 60 pounds did not change my life in the way that I was expecting because then I I still had to do the work. I had to do the work of my marriage. I still had to be a part of a relationship that was failing, not because I was overweight, which is what I had put on that. Right. And then when I had to get to the core of who I was, right. I realized that I was dealing with worth issues. I was dealing with I wasn't significant enough. Yeah. And that is really where this came down to is I started comparing myself to people that I thought were better than me. Right. And that's where we came to saying, we're doing this all the time as women. Right. Absolutely. Right. You and I have done a lot of growth over these 10 years, you know, very conscious growth work. And this project that we've been working on with the book has been since the beginning of this year. So 2021, mm -hmm. you and I were having a conversation and we were talking about how we see this comparison. And even when it's not overt comparison, right? Like you should be more like your sister. You should be more like this person at church. You should be more like this successful individual. You need to run your business this way. There's this secret comparison. even. When people think they're being empathetic, oh, well, if you just saw things from her perspective, oh, if you just understood and then and then you could adapt to do like you should talk to my friend. She's also been through a divorce. She will help you figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. But the conversation that we had was about the fact that individuals need to figure out how to do it their own way. Absolutely. And, and a subject very near and dear to me. So I, my business is I created a personality assessment, the endotype formula, which helps us understand how we work differently. And you and I are different endotypes. Um, and so 
on paper, I can look and see, oh, I get why Angela does what she does. I get why I do what I do. And it helps me to be able to see that across the board, which then allows me to be a lot more empathetic to people, truly empathetic, not this comparison empathy that exists out there. And that was the idea for this book. We wanted women to be inspired to do things their own way, to handle the challenges of their life and to grant them permission, but also to tell these stories from the perspective of different personality types. Because both you and I have fallen into this um, this expert uh, yeah, the guruism, absolutely right. Because right? how many books have you read on the subject of doing things better? I mean, <laughs> hundreds, right? I mean, how many of you have a bookshelf full of every single personal growth person out there that you're like, if I just was like Mel or Brene or Rachel or you know whoever, and you follow them and you follow them and you think if I could just be more like her, right? Then I wouldn't be broken anymore, right? But the fact is, you might not have a personality like her. Right. Absolutely. I, can, I can't be like, I love Brene. I love me some Brene. But I cannot be like Brene because she right. operates on a different endotype. She's driven by different things. She's motivated by different things. And if I spend my entire life trying to be like someone else, my entire life will fail. Right. That's when we fail. It's and not then we when think we it's can't. about us. Right. We think we are the problem then. It must be our fault. We continue to carry shame and blame and guilt. And we think, well, I'm not good enough then. Mm -hmm. I am not good enough to be like Brene. I'm not good enough to be uh, fancy like Mel. I'm not good enough, right? Because how many times do we say that over and over? And if I'm not good enough, but what if you are just good enough to be you? Right. Right. Absolutely. So let's talk about these amazing women that we have in our book because their stories are so captivating to me. I had no idea what we were going to expect when we got these endotypes and we sent them out and we had people take the test. And then we said, we're going to do this project. We're going to launch this book. We're going to publish something that's going to be so amazing, so spectacular, so life changing for women because we are giving people permission to do life their own way. And we got some hard stories. I mean, we've got some gut-wrenching stories in our book. Yeah. So what we have done is we've collected, it's an anthology book. So we have the stories of 11 different women. Ugh, they're so good. And coming from all different perspectives, we wanted to find a story to host in our book of that kind of that captures that moment when that woman decided, you know what? I am so tired of following the experts and I am so tired of following all the things that I was raised to do and all the culturally appropriate things and all the experts' advice. I have to do things my way now. And we wanted to see what led up to that for them and then what happened afterwards. What was the outcome of that? Because for some people, their lives, for some, their lives changed dramatically in Absolutely. those moments. But for others, their lives are very much the same. I'm thinking of Wendy and Beth. Their lives are very much the same, but the outcome, the way they feel about themselves, the way they look at their own lives now is very, very different. And so inside the book, we're hosting all, it's not a business book. 
we have business stories. It's not a, a parenting book, but we have parenting stories. We have stories from all different perspectives so that it's a relatable book for any woman to be able to pick up and read. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think of um, I think of all the different stories that we have about having permission. I think about having the permission to not have children, right? And we have a story in our book about not not having children, not even not being able to have children, but being okay with not being able not having children. You know, and I'm I'm a mom of eight. And so that's a completely foreign thing to me, right? Because I just think everyone has children because I have eight children, right? And how many times as a mom do we look at another person who doesn't have kids and you're like, what? You don't have kids? Like, you are weird, right? And we, we mom shame if you don't even have kids, if you're not even a mom. How many times do we do that? Right. You know, how many times do we look at someone who has a different faith than us, and go, oh, well, you're kind of weird, right? Because you don't believe as me. You know, we have stories of faith in our book. We have stories of, I wonder if I can change the world uh, if I'm all falling apart myself. You know, that's my story. I, How can I change the world if I'm falling apart myself? You know, your story of business. Can I do business the way I'm doing business? Can, can business I, be fun? Yeah. Can business be fun? Too many people think that business is all about the grind and the hustle, and that's not to say that there's not effort that goes in, but right. But if it's not fun, why the heck are we doing it? Yeah, why are we doing it? I mean, and can I leave corporate America and join a band, right? <laughs> right? Like, can I just join a band? Can I be in a girl band? Absolutely, you can. Are you living out your dreams and your passions? Like, are you doing that in your life? Or are you just settling because somebody told you that you needed to do it someone else's way? Right. And the excuses that we tell ourselves for the reasons that we can't do things. Right. Oh, I'd, I'm, well, you know, my kids are young. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, my, my kids are teens. Oh, well, you know, I'm an empty nester. Dude, that's your whole life. You've just been like putting off live, living your life for your whole life. So on one hand, we have these really inspirational and what we hope for people is transformational stories from these 11 different authors. But then underneath, we have this other support structure of the endotype formula. So each of the authors are identified. Their endotype is identified. Because we, what we wanted to do is we want, I don't want to read Elaine Terso's story of business and go, oh, that's the way I should be doing it. Because I am not the same endotype as Elaine. Absolutely. Her, her, we, we work very like opposite. And so we wanted people to be able to come in and access the quiz and find out their endotype, which is very, very easy from our website, mywalkmyway.com, and then be able to, to read the book and go, oh, I'm like Angela, or oh, I'm like Elaine. And as they're reading those stories to look and see what motivated, if you're, if you're the same as Elaine, what motivated her into these choices? What was the struggle? What was the internal self-talk that she had to work her way through in order to be able to come out on the other side, not doing things the right way anymore, 
not doing things the expected way, but doing things her own way, her own walk. And so it's this learning that can happen. And then from the other perspective, it's looking at the stories of people who do not think like us. I told you guys before, like, I don't work like Angela. I do not have eight children. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I only have two. Um, right? And I look at her and how she set up her family. And, and I go, I can't even imagine eight children. But in looking through the eyes of the endotype formula, in looking through the eyes of these stories, you guys as the readers are going to be able to have a new perspective about the people in your life. Because we all have that one weird aunt, that one sibling that we that we just don't get along well with. And we're like, why are they so weird? Ugh, why can't absolutely. they be normal? Or or, you know, for a lot of us, we have this like this mom relationship sometimes that gets very difficult as women. If we understand more about our aunts, our moms, our sisters, our besties from the perspective of how do they work internally? What is it that hurts their feelings? What is it that they crave more than anything else? Because it's likely not what you crave. It's not what you were designed to crave. It's something completely different. And this book, I think, can help create some bestie relationships like you and I have had over these years, as well as do some healing from, for each individual personally, but healing of relationships so that, oh, I, I had my mom take the quiz. I read her chapter. I kind of get where she's coming from now. Right. You have this understanding of your friends, your coworkers, you know, have them take the quiz, ask them what they are, learn more about the endotype, which, and speaking of the quiz, I felt the collective eye roll of our listeners who were like, oh my gosh, I got to take another one of these stupid quizzes, right? Because I had that, right? I, when she told me that I had to take a quiz, I am the angry thyroid manifester. And let me tell you, there is nothing I hate more than a quiz or a survey or anything that asks me a lot of questions or things that I have to rate. I can't stand those things. Let me tell you, five questions, five questions. And this woman can tell you what your personality type is in five questions, less than five minutes. Yeah. Right. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about Let's talk about things like angry thyroid manifester, right? Because angry, isn't that a trigger word? Are you, are you triggered by it? I was triggered by it. Right. So when she says angry thyroid manifester, what she's telling you is that's her endotype. That is my endotype. And so for myself, I am the lonely adrenal interpreter. There's always three names. The first word is not there to trigger you. <laughs> that's not what it's trying to do. For some people, that's what it does. It is your red flag word. So, Angela, you have this experience inside of you. It's not an external experience. It's not me looking at you going, oh, she's angry. Oh, this is her thing. It's this experience inside of you that you notice before anybody else does. And it's your red flag, which tells you, hey, you need to get your stuff together. You need to sit down and ground yourself and work through some of these thoughts you're having. Otherwise, you're going to start making some really crap choices. You're going to fall into a bag of Oreos and not find your way back out. Right. And, you know, I was just thinking about this. This is totally unscripted, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, how the pieces work together. And 
and Laura will get into that more and we'll talk about this more on for, on future podcasts about your parent piece and your child piece and whatever. And I have a piece of me that's connected to voice. Yeah. And I can tell when my voice is not heard, that anger <laughs> that you're talking about, it comes right up and then I'm heard by everybody, right? I mean, so like we have these pieces of us that we try to shut down and shut down and shut down. And when they are not heard, they come out in other ways. Right. And it's not good. Right. Which is what leads to the second word, the thyroid word, Absolutely. Right? Because what the endotype formula does is it connects how we think to these cravings we have to be heard, to be seen, to be worthy, to be significant, to be powerful. And it connects those then to our endocrine glands, which are the communication system of our body, the endocrine glands and the nervous system. So if Angela is not being heard, and even more important, if you're not listening to your own self, yep. if you're not trusting your own voice, what's going to happen for Angela is it like if she keeps ignoring that piece of her, her body, her brain is going to go, I'm trying to give you information here, but you're not listening. And so it's going to turn down. It's going to adjust and try and communicate through your thyroid gland. So that can look like an underactive thyroid and weight gain. That can look like feeling restless. For the thyroid, there's lots and lots of symptoms. But the endotype formula is really the mind body, spirit, emotion connection, because we are all, all of them. It's not just how we think. So for me, uh, and then her last word, manifester, that's the unique title. So there are other types that their trigger word is angry. There are other endotypes that have thyroid as the, the gland that most closely runs their body. But you, manifester is the unique word for your endotype. For me, interpreter is the unique word. Um, that unique word is, it describes what we do so well. And also what we can overdo or try and rely on too much. Um, and so for me, lonely, that's that experience. That's my red flag word. Adrenals, that's the endocrine gland that runs my body. And interpreter, everybody's going to have these three word titles. And does it, is there some learning there? Yes. And when you take the quiz, you'll get some understanding, you'll get some learning. But is that important to read the book? No. Because whether you're going to read the book from strictly reading these inspiring and amazing stories, even in just, so our authors, they were like, I didn't know I was going to cry so much writing this story. <laughs> and my experience was, I didn't know I was going to cry so much reading your stories. Right. They're so impactful and they're so memorable and they're so you know, we have no idea what other people are experiencing in the world. And I meet these 11 women, you know, myself included, because I, I feel like I met myself out there when I was writing the book. I had no idea what this book was going to be. I mean, what my story was going to be. I'm an author. Um, I have a book um, that I've already written. And so this was like, when I was even writing and fleshing out the story, I was like, oh, well, I didn't know that was there, you know. And when I met these women in their chapter, I was blown away by the experiences that they have. And I think for me, it really comes down to um, 
that statement that people say that you never know what people are walking through. So just be kind to everybody because you see these 11 different stories and you're like, I had no idea that they were struggling with fertility. I had no idea she was being beaten by her husband. I had no idea that, you know, she was whatever. Like the stories are so big that I like I can't even hardly wrap my head around that. We have generational body shaming and um, issues, you know, where where we're in those teenage years uh, this was one of the uh, this oh, is yes. abby's story abby's story and one of them that i really related to right because i remember being like 12 13 years old and all of a size six but talking to my friends about my weight problem and how chunky my thighs were and how big my belly was and i look back and i go why did i do that and i was like because that was the language we grew up with and how many how many women are listening right now that are like oh yeah Mm-hmm. That was me. Right. Right. Because we have been there and we have heard that and we've heard that negative talk. And Abby's story is so great because, right, she's breaking this generational uh, body shame with her own children. And she's no longer doing that. Right. And has a big mission to be able to help other people to yeah, be able to absolutely. do that same thing. So, so yes, the stories standing alone without the endotype formula attached to them, the stories standing alone, it's a fantastic book. It is so good. It's a book that I think that every woman really needs to read. Having the endotypes attached, what it allows us to be able to do is eliminate that comparison and to really be able to start understanding ourselves better and the other women and men that are around us. We've taken that perspective from women, but... You yeah, have, don't don't think that men can't read this book right. because well, they're going to get so inspired too. Number one, by the ladies in their life, <laughs> but two, men. You know, endotype is not just for women. Correct. It exactly. is for it is for women and men. Yes, exactly. And uh, and you know, this has been a great learning for me with the endotype. You know, because I am remarried now, and we have talked about this. We've talked about the endotype that my husband is, and how similar him and I are, and where those parent pieces and those children, the child piece and the significance piece and the worth piece and all of those pieces, how they impact my marriage and how can I learn from that and how can I learn from him and how can he learn from me, right? And when you know that about your partner, then you can just elevate your relationship and how exciting is that? Right. Absolutely. So the book is going to launch. We said it before at the beginning, but the book launches dis, um, January second, January two. Our friend anniversary, our friend, our eleven year friend anniversary. So you guys will have to celebrate, help us celebrate our friend anniversary. Right now, uh, you can find us on Facebook, My Walk My Way Launch, and you can join our launch group because we are going to have an amazing launch party. Uh, midway through January, those who are in our launch group and who are those first purchasers, we are going to have a, a, vir- a part live, mostly virtual launch party. Exclusive. A very An exclusive yes. party where you get to come and hear the gin chocolate and the bottle rockets, um, who one of the members of that band. Um, yeah. She's in our book. And so we're super excited that she did leave corporate America to join a girl band. And, you know, and they're big and they're they're getting ready to tour. And they're super excited that they're going to share, you know, midway through January with us for our party. We are going to do a pre-sale as beginning of December. We don't quite have that date yet. Obviously, we got to wait on our publisher to make sure that we've got everything, all of our I's dotted and T's crossed and all of those things. Um, so that's right. what we'll be doing. 
so for those of you who are coming up into gift giving season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is going to be the best gift ever. Yeah. This is for that, the mom in your life who's like, baby, I don't need anything else. So you don't need to buy me a gift this year. Or for your wife or for your daughter or, or for, for yourself. yourself. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. This is for yourself. You need to buy this book for yes. yourself. We are going to have paperback available. We are going to have Kindle version available. Um, eventually, we're going to get ourselves an audiobook and that we will be putting together as well. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have all the versions. And you're not going to want to miss out on this book because it really really is going to be revolutionary. And if you take the words to heart and you give yourself permission to do life your way, your walk, your way, it is going to be about you and your life can be changed. Yeah. And that's exciting. Yeah, I feel that already coming. Like I feel that in my guts. The other place that you can find us right now is you can find us at mywalkmyway.com. That's also where you will access the quiz from. So that really short. Five, it's very short, five <laughs> I'm minutes. Telling you, and friend. make sure you go all the way through, put your email in so that way you can get the feedback. You can see all those deep parts of yourself. I had someone take the quiz today and she said, the results, I shouldn't be surprised by them, but I'm a little shocked. And deep within my core, I know everything you have here is accurate. Yeah, because she's finally getting permission to live life her own way instead of the way that the right way. Let's just like stop doing things the right way and just begin to do things our own way. That That's the mission I live by. That's what I want to help the people that I work with to be able to do. But uh, that's what this book is about. Let's throw away the right way and let's do it your way. Absolutely. I agree with you. Well, I'm Angela Witzak. Yep. I'm Laura Holloman. And we can't wait to see you at My Walk, My Way. Thank you for listening to this special edition recorded live in the Podcast Town studios at the Idea Collective Retreat for Small Business Owners. Podcast Town is your complete podcasting solution to help you grow your show. Get help to launch, book, produce, monetize, and more. Podcast Town makes it easy. Just show up and perform. Learn more at podcasttown.net.